Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast, a podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek, dad life, I am the father, and beyond. Language. All right, everybody, welcome to episode four of the Galactic Dads podcast. Of course, we are the dad podcast that is your dad destination for all things geek, dad life, and beyond. They'll include bits of dad advice for any of your daddy issues. We talk comics, video games, TV shows, movies, and whatever else strikes us as worthy to talk about. And today that's going to include, um, where in the world is Jedi John? He's going to cover our daddy issues in spirit because he's not here, but we'll tell you where he's at. Also, we're going to talk a little bit about the Injustice animated movie trailer that came out. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of comics. Uh, Nick Spencer saying farewell to Spider-Man after several years. Uh, we'll dive into that just a wee bit. But most of the episode, we're going to talk about Disney's What If and the awesome Ultron episode that just dropped this week. So stick around for just a minute and we're going to dive in. You know, I got to tell you, it's always, always so good to start with beers of the week. Uh, but before we do that, I just want to tell everybody who's here this week, because obviously I am B, but I am not alone. I am joined by the one, the only, the production Matt, who's over there, who is <laughs> rocking a most glorious hat today. Oh, well, thank you. I love it. The hat looks great, man. It's yeah. heroic. It is. Well, thank you. It is. It is not a hat that I would wear. Only because I've never thought to put one of those on. <laughs> like I, but now that I see you wearing it, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna maybe buy one. <laughs> They're comfortable. I never, you know, I've always wanted one, and I just thought, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna buy one. Yeah, I know you guys are probably like, what the hell are they talking about? But we'll <laughs> uh, post a photo of Matt looking incredibly stoic in this. What? It's like a Stetson. It's a Resistol. It's a. It's a company made by Stetson, Stetson. Uh, but yeah, it's a cowboy hat. Yeah, no, Matt, it's not. It's a replica wizard's hat from Harry Potter. Stop <laughs> making fun of people. It's, it's a the, Gan- it's a Gandalf. It, hat, it's the right? sorting hat. <laughs> <laughs> Which house are you in? The f- <laughs> nerd house. That's what it is. Oh man, I did it. I blue flagged it. It's you fine. broke it. I did it. That's okay. Yeah, Matt came out of the mountains of like a, a real Wyoming mountain man. <laughs> Seriously, he showed up. I thought it was a Marlboro man. I was like, man. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, well, you guys have already heard his sultry voice, but Laser Eric's here with us as well. What's up, guy? Good evening. You know what I really absolutely enjoy? When you're ready to record the podcast and the whole system needs an update. Yeah, yeah that's, that's beautiful. And, and that's you get fun. to blow half an hour <laughs> just kind of, you know, waiting. Watching What If. Yeah, the good news is it got Matt completely caught up on What If. Which yep. is probably good because otherwise it would have just evolved into us making a bunch of stupid jokes and then mm-hmm. this episode would have gone off the rails faster than you could ever imagine <laughs> surprisingly enough we did not drink excessively while we were no, waiting no no i'm no. still i'm still working on the same beer i'm on my first as well well oh. good for you yeah okay <laughs> what, what, what are you some kind of smart guy or something <laughs> not so much for eric over there not so, so much <laughs> not so much 
I'm just trying to keep up with Jedi John. I don't even know what planet he's on anymore. Oh but we'll get to that. All the margaritas and everything. We, Man, that looks amazing. We will get to that. I can't believe that, like... <laughs> he should have gone for the tequila flight. Of all the things that he's <laughs> oh. doing there, the only thing we really get pictures of is him excessively drinking, <laughs> which blows my mind. But we'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, we're going to hit you guys up with some fun, exciting beer of the week action. Mm. You know it's good when you hear that sound, right? I always dig it. Is it a Les Paul? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe. <laughs> Could be a Gibson. I don't know. I don't That's know. a Les Paul. Gibson yeah, I know. A Gibson yeah. Les Paul. Oh, okay. right? But like a specific a sp- type. Uh, I got you. Yeah. Could just like be in. Yeah. yeah. It, it does sound it could, like Gibson pickups to me. It does to me. Yeah. My you're, ears are not trained to that. I was going to say, you're right, Brandon. Thanks. Thank you. I know. <laughs> I run this. Sh- I know I'm right. <laughs> God damn it. All right, so I'm going to have to blue flag all of that. Matt triggered me. <laughs> Let's talk about these beers. <laughs> you know what? Uh, we started out with some Friendship, a variety pack. Not what we have here, but the Friendship Ooh. Brewing Company. Yes. So, Matt, why don't you start us off, big guy? Well, like you said, it's the Friendship Brewing Company out of Winsville, Missouri. I'm starting with the Winsville Brown Ale. It's an American brown ale, 6% alcohol by volume. It's a, They're all one-pint cans, which is nice. Got a, the variety pack is a big nose IPA. There's the uh, Pittman Pale Ale, that's a classic American Pale. Ale. The Hefty Dog Wheat Beer. Then they got like a Berry Friendly, which is like a Berry Blonde. And then they've also got the Andrews Ale, which is uh, another blonde, but not so fruity. I like blondes. Yeah. Blondes are good. That's no problem at all. The lighter beers, you know. It is. Yeah. I really enjoy those technical glitches, but that's okay. I was just going to roll through it. I'm proud of you. You're a good man. Good job. Good job. Good man. (laughs) What do you got over there, Eric? All right. So I started out with, uh, from our friends at Narrow Gauge Brewing in St. Louis, I started out with a double double dry hopped hoppy meal. Hoppy. Hoppy. Hazy IPA. It was delicious. Uh, Went down real good, real nice and smooth. I've actually moved on to our uh, our specialty beer of the evening. I found this one over the weekend. Hang um, on a second. Hang on. We'll I, save the specialty. Okay. Because I'll get what I'm going with, and that that's going to be art. There we go. I there want to try go. that specialty, by the way. Well, yeah. You know, sharing is you want, caring. You want a straw? Definitely. You want a crazy straw? <laughs> a lot of loops going on. Don't threaten me with a good time. Uh, for me this week, I've got the Oscar Blues <laughs> Brewery Dale's Pale Ale. God bless you. Sorry. And, of course, that's the American Pale Ale. That's 6.5% alcohol by volume, but it is awfully tasty. I think the last time I had one of these was when we uh, did the what? Why Aren't You Watching Us video. Yeah. The subscribe button. <laughs> yeah. Which is a video that's posted on our Patreon. But Why, why yeah. are you? No, you should be listening right now. You don't want to look at my face. Go listen to the show. Uh, but no, that is the Dale's Pale Ale uh, from Oscar Blues Brewery. Yeah, Love Oscar Blues Dales. Brewery. Is that in Missouri? It's in Colorado. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Look, okay. look how that's, that explains why you're so attracted to it. So here's Matthew. a piece of trivia for you too, Matt. Um, you ever heard of Cigar City Brewery in Tampa Bay? Yeah, well, I've been there. Yeah, Oscar Blues owns them. Whoa! Yes. Mind blown. <laughs> that is a fact. My mind's a fact. Blown. So my I, best Keanu Reeves right there. Whoa! Whoa! No, yeah. for real. Like, Take that's the blue awesome. pill. <laughs> the Cigar City is definitely one of the better breweries. Yeah, Cigar City. It's, <laughs> it's a good, good place. Hey, all right. So tell me about this yeah. other bad boy we got. All the right, big one so, for the evening. So, as I said, sharing is caring, and this one is definitely one that I brought to share. I found it over the weekend. It is from Campanology Brewing Company. 
I've never heard of them until I saw this, but this is a 9% alcohol by volume. Bomber coffee, peanut butter cup porter. It's a porter with peanut butter powder, coffee, and lactose. Uh, I started out, I got the head start on this a little bit. It's uh, it's pretty darn good. So yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to having yeah. that. It's getting, it smells good. Getting to that cooler weather. Uh, you know, it's a perfect time Sweater to break weather. out the dark. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Break out the sweaters, break out the flannel, break out the dark beers. This one's from Wanaki, Wisconsin. That, that's I like the it. beer you drink around a campfire in your backyard. That's exactly right. I wonder how close that is to the guys at the Comic Shop Couch podcast. I don't know, They're but up in I Wisconsin. Think we find out. Yeah, we'll ask him. Joe, how close is this to you? Yeah, Let Joe, give us an answer on hit, that. Hit me up on Twitter. Hey, while we're on the beers, too, I want to give a shout-out to some uh, some new friends of ours at uh, Hops Geek News. Love that podcast. Yeah, we did a uh, we actually did a little bit of a uh, a, a co-stream podcast with them recently. Uh, be on the lookout for that coming out soon. Indeed. Um, well, that, I mean, that's not, that wasn't really an episode so much as we just did a Zoom call. Yeah, we just did a Zoom a call and kind of chatted and had a lot of fun with these guys. They're awesome. Hey, um, you showed me some videos. That yeah. Was, that was fun. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. only one video. Cool. <laughs> right. But it is uh, it is a good time. It looked like you guys had fun. Absolutely. It was fun. Absolutely. But yeah, shout out to them, and uh, I hope they're enjoying their beers as much as we're enjoying ours. Absolutely. And if you guys are interested in trying these beers, of course, you can hit us up on the Untapped app. Uh, you can find us on there at Galactic Dead, see what we've been drinking, and maybe even tell us what what we should drink next. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I used to think that we were like doing great work on the untapped with all the badges, and then we <laughs> talked to Hops Geek News. Yeah. Yeah. And and Yeah. Is it is it Laura <laughs> it's it's Laura's that has like five thousand, right? Yeah, Lauren's oh got God. like like some like two point six million beers on her. <laughs> so it's an oh my! But. And then, but like it, it's almost deceiving because you see somebody with that kind of beer. I mean, she's intake. tried that many beers. I believe it. Yes. Wow, that's the number that's of impressive. Her whole background, like when she records, that is impressive. It's just incredible beer stuff. Yeah, that's yes. yeah, that's. I would almost. I like the bottle. I don't know why, but I get the, the I get the feeling that she's German for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't. It could be the inherent love of beer. I don't know. That's impressive. Well, anyway, but that is going to do it for us for our beers of the week. Uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed the segment as much as we enjoyed drinking the beers. Mm-hmm. But we are going to go ahead and move it on. And we're going to give you some daddy issues. And when we talk about those, we just want you to remember that we're really just asking, where in the world is John? (laughs) Where is he? Having a good time. Jedi John. (laughs) We'll answer that and uh, whatever else shenanigans we think he might be up to. All right, so we talked about let's get these daddy issues really quick. I don't really have a big issue this week personally, but one of us on the show is currently in the magical world of Mickey's Walt Disney World. Right, he's in World Not Land. All right, so yeah, he's, down, he's in he's Florida. Down Florida. He's in Disney World. Yes, so he's doing all the theme parks, like they're just running through them. And today was Epcot Day. Now. I apparently was completely unaware of how this actually worked. But you go to all the different countries in Epcot, mm-hmm. 
and you can try all the different beers from around the world. These are the beers that are actually in those countries, right? Like, is yes. that how that goes? I believe they're brewed in those countries, yes. Because when I was young, you know, I went to Epcot, like, I was way too young to drink, so none of that made sense to me. So seeing him with all these pictures from all this booze from all over the world in the sunny state of Florida <laughs> really made me laugh. I was like, this guy is, and then he's. He's doing a nice little world tour. He is. Panhandle. And he's got all of it logged in on the untapped. He's getting all these like <laughs> world traveler badges. And the dude's still in Orlando. <laughs> on the Galactic Dad's untapped nonetheless. Yeah, which, which is killing me. And I'm like, dude, you're in Epcot. Let's take a picture of the Galactic Dad's hat with like the ball. And he's like, I don't know about that. I but, make no promises. <laughs> but I'll take pictures with all these beers. <laughs> We've gotten a ton of them. I was like, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. I'm enjoying this beer flight around the world, but, um, you know, you can get drunk here too. Like you don't <laughs> have to go to Florida for it. Well, it was hilarious to me. I started seeing untapped check-ins from galactic dads yesterday at like one thirty in the afternoon. And I, <laughs> Brandon, I almost texted you. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, no, I, I no. could probably sneak out early. Like what's up? I, yeah. <laughs> dude, are you, are you at the bar? Cause I will come yep. meet you. Which bar are you at? You can't be that far away. Like, come on. That's true. If I'm at a bar in the middle of the day, by the way, it's probably somewhere in St. Peter's. Just <laughs> to give you a little heads up, because that's where my office is located. Mm-hmm. So if you start seeing some untapped check-ins at like 1, 1.30, just come to St. Peter's. I'll meet you. Check I'll see you a beer sauce. <laughs> Get a Myers. <laughs> you know, not bad. I actually you know, kind of like their wings. Yeah, get, 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 yeah, get, yeah. I'll eat at Gettemeyer's. I like that place. Yeah. Shout out Gettemeyer's. Yeah. Yeah, if you know it, you know it. If not, you know, whatever. It's like a, your corner bar. No <laughs> yeah. big deal. Yeah. Literally, it's yeah. on the corner. I mean, <laughs> yes, it's, it is. it's not somewhere you go to Orlando and get their food for. No. I don't think they have flights at Tequila either. Yeah, so. Yeah. I'm sure if you ask nicely enough, you could have a flight or whatever you want. I'm sure you could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could have a flight right out the front door, too. Uh, that's Yeah, they, true. that does not look like an establishment where they'll put up with any no. type of foolishness. But yeah, that's why Jedi John's at Disney. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, he is graduating from beers to flights of margaritas. <laughs> he was like, I couldn't get the tequila, so here's what I got instead. It's like four margaritas <laughs> just lined up. I was like, that's not better. I'm going to be honest with you. What's in a margarita? Yeah. Tequila. Yeah, and didn't didn't he have to retool the picture so that he had the stroller in the background? Yes, too? yes. Yeah, that might what, have been my yeah. favorite part. What is it about like attractions for like kids, like zoos and theme parks and stuff? They are always selling margaritas for the parents. <laughs> That's because everybody knows what's going to sell. Exactly. exactly. You want you want some animal crackers for your kid? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. What about this eighteen dollars <laughs> seltzer, yeah. dude? I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll the, take it. The St. Louis Zoo started selling zoo beer like two years ago, and ninety percent of the time when Steph and I take the kids to the zoo, we're there when it opens. Like we get there at like nine o'clock, so by like eleven thirty, we're having lunch and leaving. And I'll be damned if I'm not still going after a zoo beer. Oh, yeah. When I'm there. Now you got to make a reservation like, to get in there. So it's like hard to make those morning ones. It, if you, you don't, say morning one? Morning ones. Morning. morning. Okay. Yeah, yes. morning reservations because, like, a lot of them, they get booked up so quick oh, in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And then you make a reservation at 2 in the afternoon. You're like, what's the point? You I walk yeah. around for three hours. I don't want to be at the zoo 
in July no. at two in the afternoon, wearing a mask. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, so no. those morning, and they only let in so many reservations now because of COVID. So they they fill up fast. Which I mean, I get it. Everybody's mm-hmm. got to do the restrictions, and it's everywhere you go. But they fill up. The zoo has got to be like one of the ones that's like, hey, you know, there's a discount at noon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the golf course. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Like those I mean, mid hot days, they're like, it's like twenty percent off. Yeah. Steph and I are now. zoo members. We don't pay for anything anyway. So. Oh yeah. You know not. All of us wipe our butts with twenty dollar bills. He, Some of us Eric, wipe them with fifties. All right, Eric's like, you guys are poor. I do hundos. <laughs> then I get wow. my, I get in a bath of caviar wow. to rinse off. Wow. No, 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 no. You're talking about me like that when Jedi John's sitting here pounding away the margaritas of the world at Disney. At world? Disney, no. yeah. Look, I don't want the wanna, most expensive place in the world. I don't want to bring up the fact that but that is pure ridiculous. Probably Probably the most oh, fun yeah. place in the world as well. Anyway, he's here's what's going to happen. He's going to go to Galaxy's Edge, which is that in Magic Kingdom? I don't know what that is. That's the Star Wars land. I'm not stuff. sure where it is, but I think it's in Magic Kingdom. I could be wrong, though. But uh, he's going to go there, and he's going to come back with some ridiculous overpriced Star Wars like prop. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like This was in the movie. He's going to be like, I sold my son while we were there to pay for this. <laughs> Olivia's not talking to me right now, but look at this. It's like, it's like Boba's helmet. <laughs> yeah, Boba's actual helmet. Yeah. He's like, this was in filming. It still has his sweat inside it. And you're like, I mean, that's great, yeah. but where's your son? <laughs> so let's, let's talk about the, the real question here. So Jedi John, I know you're going to listen to this and, and you're, you're more of a man than I am because you brought your infant son to Disney World. Yep. You know, my kids are eight and four, respectively, and I am still fighting to not go to Disney World right away. I so, actually was thinking about this earlier because I was like, you know, what? if you're going to take him and you want to enjoy it, you should, like, now's the time, right? Because wherever you put that kid... Like, he's going to sleep. There's going to be some good nap times. Yeah. Right? If you put him in the stroller, he can't crawl out on his own. Right. Right? I mean, the only thing you might have to deal with is some serious crying. It's brave to take him on a plane. That is a very bold move uh, with any infant. We took Barrett on a plane before he turned Mm. one, and that actually was fine. Right. But if it wasn't. True. I mean. When. When, when it goes were, bad, it goes oh, bad. Man. When we were flying to Denver from St. Louis, when we left for the trip just recently, there was a baby. I felt so bad for him because there was turbulence and the plane was going up and down and that we were kind of going over a storm. And I swear, I know it was because of his ears popping, but this baby cried the whole two hour flight. Ear piercing. Mm-hmm. And so, I like felt they're really so mad. Like the parent was trying to walk him up and down the aisle, and nobody was. Yeah, nobody's nobody was give upset. Him any grief. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's the, the it was a newborn, and yeah. I just felt so bad for him. And that's such a bold choice to do. Yeah, to like, fly with a baby like that that mm-hmm. is that is a huge choice. That's like, true. Like for me, so that's one right. Mm. And then now they're just all the parks just consecutively mm-hmm. different. I mean, like they're hitting Disney World. You know, like yeah. like I would probably go to Disney World, and I would pick like the two, maybe three max. Theme, theme parks in Disney World. But they're hitting them all. Yeah, they're doing it, man. Yeah. They're doing it, baby. They're going to do it. They're going to do it right. We told him he used to get just absolutely pounded at Epcot, 
and punch <laughs> Mickey on the way out. That's what, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. I said, rip his head off and expose the imposter. <laughs> and then, so he's talking about, like, you know what? Worth he's like, it. that actually sounds yeah. doable. Yeah. <laughs> he gets there, and Mickey's like. He's roped off. <laughs> he's roped off like, like 50 a, yards away. Yeah, like a 50-foot radius or something like that. Nobody like, touched Mickey. He's like, John sends us a picture because we tried, but he's protected. Yeah. Get your little peasant hands away from me, you little turds. <laughs> <laughs> the house of mouse says the mask is not enough. Just you- throw the money at me or use my cash app. It's fine. <laughs> Venmo, you need your life, but don't touch me. Do not touch Mickey anymore. Goofy's out in the crowd, though. They're like, whatever. Just let him out. <laughs> I also uh, told John, as things do in our group chats, they escalate needlessly. Well, I'm like, hey, if you're going to do that, be sure to slut shame one of the princesses very publicly. I told him to try to pick one up. Yeah, as you are removed from the park. Uh, Why don't you just yell that Cinderella's a skank? (laughs) It just really, you know, just like cement your status of I can never return here. You know, you got to imagine that at Disney, they've probably seen just about everything, oh, man. right? So one of the um, podcasts that we listen to is the Florida Men on Florida Man podcast. Yeah. And every once in a while, they have the Disney, like, After Dark special. Because yeah. a, lot, a lot of people who work there have these incredible stories. Yeah. And so they were doing a few. And, yeah, the people at those parks have insane stories. Mm, insane. I can only imagine the I mean, people from all around the world come there. So yeah. you have all different types of personalities walking through that park. I can only imagine. Like, and then when you hear from the people that work there, kind of what Disney actually does every, yeah. every day yeah. to make those parks operate. Like the one thing I never thought of till somebody said it was, I've never seen a mosquito in Disney World. Right. There's oh, a reason for that. Yeah, because and it's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. You know, there's a there was a show like on the Science or Discovery or some channel that showed like the the how the park is engineered and everything. Yeah, one of the things that it's blows my incredible. mind is when you go to Animal Kingdom and you're staring at these animals like mm. they're just out, like you're on a safari for real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they're not. They're all in like elaborate enclosures, mm-hmm. and you're just like, this is cool. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. seeing behind is cool. Other times it's awful. There was a story of. Uh, What's the Pirates of the Caribbean ride? Pirates uh, of the Caribbean. Yeah. It's a water ride, right? I believe so, yeah. Okay. And there's waves and stuff because there's motion. So when they shut everything down for cleaning at night, there was a section of that ride where the water was still moving. But everything, engineers checked, all the power was off. Mm. There was no reason this should be happening. So they thought it was a supernatural event. You know, <laughs> right? I get it. You know, yeah. I'd be like, dude, Davy Jones is up in here. No, it was far worse. I would have much rather seen like a conjuring demon or some crap than what was actually in there. The water was moving so much that it looked as if the ride was still on. When they finally went and investigated, what they found was in that particular area of the ride was infested with water moccasins so bad that as they were moving, it looked like the water was still going full blown. Oh, my God. Yeah terrifying because i don't know if you uh know this but when you're on that ride it's very easy for you to touch the water oh yeah in fact many people go through the ride with their hand in the water the whole time 
Yeah. Oh my god. And water moccasins are they're actually kind of an poisonous. aggressive. Yeah, they're, they're not. Not nice, only are they poisonous, but, but they're, they're also very aggressive. Yes, and aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, they will mess with you. Wow. So then that is one of the fun ways that Disney realized, oh, this is not a closed water system. We now have to close all of the water systems. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, crazy stuff. When like, did that happen? Ooh, I don't know. It was exactly a while ago. When. Like yeah, that a was a long time ago. Yeah. It wasn't like last week. Wow. It was probably like the nineties. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, when did Pirates of the Caribbean come out? Oh, this was before like the movies came out and yeah. they changed the characters to look like Johnny yeah. Depp. Oh. Pirates of the Caribbean was yeah. a ride before it was a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean is kind of an old ride. Oh, yeah, wow. it's been a ride since I think the 60s or something. Yeah, and they actually kind of based the movies off the ride. Yeah. Well, last time I was there, I was five, so I don't remember much. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff there that they've gotten rid of and revamped and turned into other stuff, but it's really cool. Well, I'm on kind of on the same train with Eric. Like, my daughter's four, and um, we're waiting for her to get older to until, you know, to what, like, she, I think she could remember it now, but like, we're waiting for her to be more around the six, seven, eight year old range. I agree. I'm in the same boat with you guys. Yeah. So I, I'm out of the we infant window. We might make the trip together so Kinsley and Grayson can have fun. Oh, <laughs> and my we can God. Drink I will hear about that for the rest <laughs> of my life, too. My, my daughter is obsessed with yours. She's like, Grayson this and Grayson that. I'm like, that's super great, but I know her too. I was there. Can we do it as a group so that we can hang out at the hotel bar? Yes. Or, no. Yeah. Or Epcot and do beers around the world and take pictures. And let's, dude, we got, dude, I got B is climbing the Epcot ball. Yeah. Yes. He's halfway up. Where did he get a Spider-Man costume? It, it, well, this doesn't even make sense. Dude, we stopped at Avengers Campus last week. That's oh, yeah. exactly That's where I got fine. the Spider-Man costume. That's actually where I would want to go is the Avengers Campus. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, my God. You're not getting me to Disney with yeah, them. like that, you're gonna have to pry me main, out of there. And, I would go there before anywhere, and then, <laughs> and then I'll go to Galaxy's Edge. I really, want oh, I'd to go, go there too for sure. I really want to go to Universal in Orlando because of they have well, they have the Harry Potter world, which I know you know I might be in the minority on that, but I believe that's also where Super Nintendo World's gonna be. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Mario's really? coming to Disney World. No, no, it, Universal. No, it's Universal. Yeah. yeah, but I'll go check that you out. Do Universal one day and Disney the rest. It's all good. But I'm, I'm hoping like Logan's eight, and I'm hoping by the time he's twelve, we get to go, because then he'll still be young enough to appreciate it and and old enough that I won't have to, um, you know, keep him on a leash or in a stroller the whole time. He could help out. Yeah, he could help out, and and him and Barrett can go run around and do their thing. Because well, and by know, then my daughter would be eight. Exactly, so, and Barrett would and, be you know in that range too. He'd be. Eight. He'd be eight, I think, eight or nine, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So, so we're looking at four or five years from now. So we're talking yeah, about, about yeah, like, about like four three years, to four years, three to three, three four or five years. Okay. Kent yeah. will be five or six. Yeah, Kinsley will at be at that. At that point, the kids will just take care of themselves, Damn. and we just have to be in range. Mm-hmm. Because that was oh, I'm putting an apple tag on them, and that's it. Dude, Good luck. When, <laughs> when we went to Branson over the summer, Logan took off with his cousins, who are exactly a year older than he is, basically. And they just went and rode rides, and we were within a hundred yards of them at any point in time. But we didn't like my brother and I, and we were we were just kind of standing there talking, you know, drinking beer, shooting a bull, and they were having a blast, and we were having a blast, and it was good. There was nothing cooler than being a kid, like right at like eleven, twelve years old. 
Yeah. And just running, running with through your, a theme park. Running yeah. rough shot with through a with theme your buddies. park. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Waiting in line. Having fun waiting in line. If you wanted to go ride the ninja six times in a row, nobody's <laughs> going to tell you no because they're not there. They're at the bar across you, the yeah. house. You yeah. come back and meet us right here when you're done. Yeah. I paid $380 to sit here and day drink. You go ride the ride. I took a second on the house so that you could go to Disney World, ride these rides, go make leave memories. me alone. When I, was, when I was a kid, my church used to have a school picnic every summer, and we used to do that on the Saturdays and Sundays. We'd go up to the school picnic and just run amok with our friends. Yeah, man. Not have to worry about anybody. We knew all the parents were at the beer tent drinking, and we were just hitting the booths, hitting the rides. There's, it was awesome. There was nothing better than, like, a random like Saturday in the summer and someone's parent, this person was ludicrous, but they would offer and do it. The kids and their friends, I'm going to take them all to six flags. If your parents are okay with it, you can come with (laughs) us. And it's like one adult and like like, 15 of us animals. (laughs) Yeah. Just in like, in a big conversion van, like exactly the GMC conversion (laughs) van. Oh yeah. I got that 15 passenger. Yes. And you're just like, Got the TV in the back with the VCR. <laughs> Guys, your van has carpet on the walls and yeah. ceiling. Yeah, but you thought you were a G riding in that thing. Oh, no, no. I still bus? am. Like, yeah. Man. Kids, kids nowadays be like, what's this nifty little silver box back here? That's oh, that's the an ashtray. ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> so and that's where I put my wrappers? gum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you did it, too. Everyone did. It was oh, yeah. great. The gum, the Tootsie Roll wrapper, And the very, very back seat could like lay down to a bed. Oh, yeah. Yep. And yep. that's where you'd be like, oh, this is so cool. It's where the magic that happened. The only thing magic that happened back there was your friend who got too hot <laughs> throws up all over. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, this is where the magic happens. It's like, what magic? You're nine years old. Shut up. <laughs> you don't even know what magic is. Shut up. You, you want to know what's magic? You shut the hell up while I drive. That's magic. <laughs> that's fun. Oh, memories. Those vans were so awesome. I love yes, my parents. Were. You know they still they still yeah. make those conversions. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They do not. They, they do. do. I swear if you God. go to the Chevy GMC, you can get those things. Yeah, Chevy and GMC dealers still sell the Explorer vans. The, Dude, the TVs vans. have to be much 20, better now. Twenty five. <laughs> yeah, they're that's, that's better. Probably <laughs> because I remember the one TV was like massive that tube thing, and it was like yeah, and it stuck down from the yeah. ceiling. Like, oh yeah, like bolted little, in. It was like a little eight inch or ten inch TV. Yeah. A like small what do you want? What are you watching on that? <laughs> yeah. Hopes and dreams. You can't see it from past the second row. <laughs> right. God, you remember the good old days? Now I remember going. Uh, my my grandparents had one of those vans, and they took me with them to visit my uncle in New York, and we drove from St. Louis to New York in this van and i remember the entire trip i'm just chilling in the back i'm not strapped into nothing i'm just hanging, oh, yeah. out. Just hanging like out, i got my man. toys and stuff yeah. all it's over like, the it's like it's like an rv light yeah, yeah. i got, like, I got a much. vhs of whatever teenage mutant ninja turtles or whatever it was back life then. is good baby yeah dude didn't I, have to I'm worry peeing about in this nothing. wide mouth gatorade bottle so they don't have to stop <laughs> that's give me some cool. pizza and golden eye and i'll be all right oh my god yeah don't thread me with a great time. yeah we're, we're gonna get deeper into that here later but you know <laughs> yes we will yes all right so speaking of which let's just go ahead and wrap this segment up obviously i'm very jelly of john right now i am too we all god are. bless you for doing I mean, that yeah. dude that's Good awesome for him 
Yeah. I'm glad that they're taking cute pictures. Uh, some of them have his family in it. Most of them are just but now, drinking. <laughs> but now in four years, we'll get to take pictures of all of us drinking on the beach and at the hotel bar. Hey, maybe to maybe, you. maybe right, he'll right. come with us, too. You never know. He will. He'll, yeah. he'll come with us. Too. He'll be like, oh, guys, I'm already here. Do you just want to meet up? <laughs> guys, it's cool. I've got I've got the lead on all the good places and beers around the world. We'll get Florida man <laughs> No, guys, don't too. go to that place. You need to come over here to where I'm at. This is the spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's uh, that's where Smokey's out back. Smokey, <laughs> you want to you want to come over here? <laughs> this guy's got the inside scoop. He's been here a lot. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap it up. We will move on. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about these. You know what? Normally, I would say we would do TV shows, but I think what it would be smart we save that for. Yeah, we're gonna save yeah. that for last because we're gonna mm-hmm. dive in deep on what if. Yes, we are. Uh, that last episode was incredibly dope. Yes, and Matt it was. just freshly finished it, so he's got a lot of stuff to talk about, and yes. I really want to talk to him about it. Yes. All right, so let's do video games real quick. Let's hit video games. All right, here we go. You know what? I want to do the combo breaker. Combo breaker. That's it. It's beautiful video game noise. All right. So you've got some Nintendo news for us. I got two words for you. All right. Super Mario. Nintendo Direct. Damn it. That's a pretty direct phrase. Yeah. September's Nintendo Direct was a good one. It was a good one. We, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Nintendo's had a bit of an up and down year. There have been a few times that I've kind of cussed them out. A couple times on the podcast, there's been some good stuff, some not so good stuff, but uh, and then there's that stuff. Yeah, but I'm actually, I, I gotta be honest, I'm pretty excited about some of the stuff that's coming out. Um, I'm gonna try to go through this here real quick. One thing, um, one thing that I find, um, you know, pretty exciting here is, you know, we're talking about Knights of the Old Republic getting a remake, being on the PS5. And uh, I'm not going to talk about my crusades trying to get a PS5 because I don't want to get angry. But um, <laughs> did, they, what, did they go on sale again? Uh, places got them in stock. Yeah. And then, unless you were willing to camp out. You were, yeah. You know, just I don't, I don't It's still rough. It. It's still rough. I'm still upset. Yeah. Um, he's still bleeding over there. It's tough. But the original Knights of the Old Republic is going to be available on the Nintendo Switch. Which is awesome. Which is really awesome. I'm really looking for. I'm going to download that, and I'm going to have a blast with it. Um, Bayonetta 3 got a re-reveal trailer, which if you're a Bayonetta fan, that's cool. I'm Personally, I've never gotten into it too much. It, it's kind of a Devil May Cry type game, which, okay, cool. A um, little bit of Splatoon 3, which is exciting. Um, so that's good stuff. Monster Hunter Rise is getting an expansion. Um, Square Enix is coming out with a Mario Kart style racing game, uh, Chocobo GP. I'm sorry, that's a very specific type of video. We don't allow our kids to watch. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No. Chocom who? No. I said Chocobo, the adorable little chicken type things from Final Fantasy. So that could be that could be fun for Final Fantasy fans. I don't think it's really going to gain a lot of traction, if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing that I was excited about on this Nintendo Direct, and really the reason I wanted to talk about it, uh, there's two things. First off, there is a Super Mario Brothers movie coming out, um, what, what, what? holiday of 2022. Yeah, really. And who's it, who is going to star as? Who, who's going to play Mario? Yeah, I'm glad you asked because it's none other than Star Lord. Chris Pratt is going to play Mario. 
Is this live action or animated? It's animated. It's it's okay. voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh um, okay. Anya Taylor Joy is but Peach. Charlie Day not. is Luigi, which I love that. That one I love. Uh, my favorite. He's not Italian. Yeah, I know. Yeah. My favorite um, two. Uh, Keegan Michael P is er, Keegan Michael Key yes. is gonna play Toad. I got that one. Nice. And Jack Black is gonna play Bowser. I mean, okay. So I'm 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 excited for that. That's gonna be cool. But they make um, the fat guy Bowser. That's kind of what I, mean. I was more paying attention to his voice. <laughs> I don't even know what that dude looks like these days. But Bowser's looks, a big fat guy. He's got a bigger beard, and that's about it. That's the only difference. Isn't there. Bowser the big fat guy? He's Bowser's like the giant, the like giant spike dragon shell. Koopa looking dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he is a dragon, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, they they did also mention that Mario's. Yeah, Long-time voice actor, the guy who was a voice actor since Mario 64, uh, Charles Martinet, is going to have cameo roles in the movie. So I think that's kind of cool. He's not Mario, but he gets to you know have a little fun with it. He so should be cool. Mario. He probably should be. I'm curious about Chris Pratt's Italian accent. Pratt, Pratt. Yeah, right. Um, but anyway, let's get to the good stuff. So Nintendo Switch Online has been available since the Switch came out. It's about 20 bucks a year. Apparently, they are coming out with a premium service calling it Online Plus Expansion Pass. Um, I don't know how much more this is going to cost. It's going to launch by the end of November. I can't imagine it's going to be much. Nintendo Switch Online is 20 bucks a year, so even if the Expansion Pass is 50 a year, that's still a pretty good deal. And the two big things that you're going to get right off the bat for this Expansion Pass are game collections for the Sega Genesis and Nintendo 64 are coming to Switch Online. So you will be able to play such games as Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, F-Zero, Banjo-Kazooie, Golden Axe, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Echo the Dolphin. Yes. You know. Love that game. Yeah. Um, you're going to be able to play those on your Switch. They are also announcing that Nintendo 64 and Genesis-style controllers that are Switch compatible will be available by the holiday season for oh, purchasing oh, oh, you your know favorite retailer. You know what my favorite thing is? I cannot wait to ruin relationships on Mario Kart 64 again. For real, dude. Just really some, like, I mean. Friendships or relationships? All of them. Yes. Everyone. And you had better not, you had better not pick Yoshi. That's my, that's my cart, man. He's my driver. Dude, like, we, you know, I I recently listened to episode 64 of our podcast Mm -hmm. uh, where we ran down some of the Nintendo 64 stuff because it was the 64th episode and also the after hours where we talked about the top 25 of all time. And it just got me more jazzed up to play these 64 games. Yeah. And to kind of reminisce and stuff like that. And then, you know, the Genesis, I don't have as much experience, if I recall, when we talked about video games in a previous episode. Matt, you were the Genesis kid, right? Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Not the Phil Collins band, right? (laughs) Well, that too. Oh, yeah. I like that. Don't talk bad about Genesis. (laughs) No. No one's speaking of them. I was a Sega guy. But Yoshi was the little lizard guy, right? Yeah. Oh, that's who I always used to play with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back off. I called it. That did. That guy was awesome, uh, but no <laughs> Sega. That's what I always played. Like um, for a while there, my sister Jody and I, we used to have play. It, uh, it was like the internet before the. Uh, it was like internet gaming before internet gaming. Sega Channel. Yes, yeah. Sega yeah. Channel. That's it. That's turn it. it turn, yes, turn the TV to channel three. Three, and then you had like fifty games to play with, and we were like amazed. I mean, we were. I mean, 
I was blown we away by that. So many different games. It Dude, was amazing. Sega at the did time. so many things that were ahead of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, a lot of the stuff the Dreamcast could do. Yes, was yeah. so ahead of its time. That's yeah. That it failed, but all of the stuff they did ended up being successful elsewhere. What I feel like Sega did is they paved the way for all of that. Yeah, they were the trailblazers. Other yeah, stuff. they were the yes. trailblazers. They were to come the, through. They were the first disc. People, right? Remember Sega CD? Sega CD yeah. was the first CD-based mm-hmm. games, yes. Not over PlayStation, right? Right. This, yeah, is, this predated PlayStation. Yeah, I, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because I just had the Sega Genesis with the, the cube game you put in. Mm-hmm. I, I remember playing on the Sega channel. That's why I played Comic Zone for the first yes. time. Oh, that yes. game was sweet. That, that was the first place I played a Justice League game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was like a fighting game? Yeah, it was yeah, a fighting yeah. game with the Justice League guys. Oh, I forget, that's I like Justice that. League. There was that's, X-Men. I played X-Men on that X-Men one, too. There was, was like X-Men Genesis, on that yeah. one, yes. X-Men, X-Men 2 was yeah. awesome. Yeah, because um, I remember I was, a, I was a Super Nintendo kid, and I was bet. mad because I couldn't play the X-Men game on uh, Super Nintendo because it was only on the Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I, I played a lot of sports, so I did, like, racing games. There was dirt racing. There was, mm-hmm. uh, like, motor, my, my, motocross, dirt racing. Um, they had golf, you know, they soccer. Had, they had all hockey. some awesome games on there. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sega Channel was the ish back in the day. It still yeah. is. For the nostalgia factor alone. Oh, yeah. And that's the beautiful thing that you're going to have all this stuff on the Switch. And it just, it opens up. There's rumors that the next wave of software that they're going to offer is Game Boy, Game Boy Color, then maybe Game Boy Advance, and then maybe Game Gear. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. you know, with Genesis coming out, Game Gear is a real possibility. I remember when I was working at, when I was in college, I worked at a GameStop. And I remember a kid came in. We didn't take Game Gears or Game Gear games and trade. He brought a Game Gear with, like, 20 games in it, and he wanted to trade it in. I was like, dude, this isn't my system. I can't take it. But, dude, how much do you want for it? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, man, Bartered I don't know. Like, he's like, I don't know, man, like 20 bucks. I'm like, cool. I pulled my wallet out, handed him 20 bucks. I went home with a Game Gear. Nice. Like, why not? You know? You're know? like, also, you got any Game Genies? Yeah, you know, yeah, so, right. I, so like I have the original, I still have my original Sega Genesis no and, I, and the games, and no I still have it. Do you have any idea for how much real? it's worth right now? For real? For oh my real. God, you, dude. Yeah, I have, I have my original Sega Genesis. Yeah. Not like, in the box or anything, but I mean. If I, you yeah. go up to, say, just Slackers, right, next time you're at the mall, yeah. walk into Slackers, they have Genesis <laughs> games in the glass counter. Oh yeah, that stuff's worth really? a fortune, dude. People want that Shoot, stuff again. I got a lot of games too. And some well, of the like some of the more never, mainline games are worth a ton of cash. No kidding. Yeah. See, I've never um I you know, I still have all my NHL games, 96, 98, all the all the ones, but I still have the my original Xbox. I've got my original mm-hmm. Xbox three sixty. Yep. And yep. I still have my uh Xbox um one. The one. Yeah, that's the one that I play. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Oh, yeah, the 1S. Yeah, yeah the yep. 1S. Yeah, the Battlefield Edition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think. Like, I'm pretty sure I even have either. It's either Aaron's parents or my dad gave me a long time ago in, in 64. But I just don't have any games or controllers. I think that was Aaron's parents. Was that Aaron's parents? Yeah. So, but, yeah. <clears throat> you're sitting on something. Like, it, no one's going to college on it. We get a couple <laughs> bucks out of it for real. Well, I'd rather play it, to be honest with you. There you go. That's the true spirit. <laughs> like, if I could set it up on an old, like, tube TV, because that was the best way to watch it. If you set it up on a flat screen, I feel like it just isn't... I don't feel nostalgic enough. I need it to be fuzzy and hurt my eyes. <laughs> so, yes. 
Give me Dude, a tube I'm, TV. I'm sitting here right yeah. now. I'm just envisioning like let's get like a you know a tube TV or like a projection TV I'm, and I'm, let's get GoldenEye and four controllers oh, and let's split screen that wow. and really really ruin some friendships here. I can I will moonrake your. <laughs> I tell you what, if anybody wants to challenge me in some NHL uh, NHL '94, some chill on, baby on on Sega, <laughs> I was I dominated that game. All the time. That was my favorite game to play. I'll do it. I don't care. Let's do this. Oh, dude. Let's do I'm this. Vancouver. I want, <laughs> and you know what? Get ready. We're playing Earthworm Gym after that. Yeah. There we go. There Love we go. that game. I don't know what that is, so but cool. okay. Earthworm Gym was awesome. It was so cool. It's, I, I don't know what that means, but I like it. But I like it. But seriously, this is, you know, it, we start talking about this stuff coming out for the Switch, and then we get all reminiscent like this. So well, this nostalgia. You know what sells right now? Nostalgia. nostalgia nostalgia will make you all the money because especially member, in video games member berries yeah especially in video games you get all of these adults that used to be kids that were growing up in the video game generation now we get to show our kids all the cool crap we got to play with. you know what game i would still play to this day like if i walked by and i saw it just sitting there i'd be like yep i'm gonna i'm gonna go just beat this game all the way through the first Metal Gear Solid on uh-huh. PlayStation. Uh huh. We've all got like one or two games. That, that is like, the game that changed my it. that like changed my life as a video game playing, because uh, it was just so much. Like up until that point, you just played a game to play a game, right? Right. Okay. That game is a story. You experience. That's a, that's that. a good question. One game of all time that changed your life. I've got. I know my answer. Well, I just said mine. Yeah. Answer. My Go answer ahead. would be Lord of the Rings: Return of the King on the original Xbox. Okay. Oh. Mine's not two towers. The return of the king. Yeah. I got two towers on PS2. I love that game. Dude, two towers was awesome. The return of the king was I was like, I'm Legolas. Back off. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it's gotta be Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, I got you. It's gotta be Final Fantasy Seven. It's not my favorite Final Fantasy, but it is definitely a life changing game. That era in PlayStation right there i think is just very defining for a lot of gamers there is a leap and bound that happens in that time frame and that's because i mean that's when you get like gran turismo that's when you get um resident evil oh resident evil 2 i've got another game that i just thought about because you just said gran turismo it just made me think of need for speed underground 2 Oh, yeah. On the original Xbox, that game literally changed my life because I, there was times where when I wasn't working and I was just at home and I had like was like a loser and had no friends and everything, I would just sit All right, at call, home. call down, buddy. We, <laughs> I just we call ourselves gamers, game. okay? Just leave it with that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I would dude. Just, I would that just, went a certain way. No, literally. Way. Like, literally, like I had no friends at this point in my life and I would just like sit at home and just drink all the time and just like play video games and i played need for speed underground too like it went out of style like it's my job yeah i mean i had i think every car maxed out to the thing i beat every race i had the whole city map completely done i mean i've never gone through a game like that except for like lord of the Rings. but those two games unbelievable life-changing i get you i get you yeah that sounds like me with batman arkham city I was never done. And if I had to say it was Sega and HL94 that paved the way for those two games, those other two games, you know, Lord of the Rings and Need for Speed. There you go. I wish, like, it's so hard. I think this is probably why this stuff kind of sells. But remember when you were a kid in the 90s and you saw, like, I don't think anything is marketed as well today as it was in the 90s. 
I swear I will stand by that. I don't care what any marketer says, but like, think about walking into Toys R Us as a kid. Oh yeah, your mind blew up. Well, just how big the store was, and the yeah. shelves were so tall. Yeah, shel- and everything was everywhere, and, and like, it was stacked to the had, roof. They had all the promotional like stuff out for like the new video game, the new system. Like, I mean, like every week, I was like, "Can we go? Can we go?" You mm-hmm. sell like the the new toy line and everything, like. You know, for like Ninja Turtles, by the way, and this is something that blew my mind. This is a little off topic, but I love it. I've been watching the toys that made us on Netflix. Oh, yeah. These toys were, I thought at the time, based on TV shows, right? Like Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, all that kind of stuff. No, wrong. These shows were created to sell these toys. Yeah. Hands down. That's actually how it worked. Really? I had no wow. idea. I had no, I was so naive. Wow. All of these cartoons were created as promotional material to sell these toys, man. Wow. Yep. I feel. So they didn't think to just make an entertaining show and then, hey, maybe we'll make some toys. They thought, hey, let's make a bunch of toys. How are we going to sell them? Well, let's make a show about them. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. When I that's saw. That's crazy. Awesome. When I saw like, that. I that's amazing. Like, actually. think of TV shows like Biker Mice from Mars. Right. Do what exactly. is it? Exactly. What'd you say? Biker mice from Mars. Biker mice from Mars. If you that, don't remember biker mice from Mars? No, I've never. What heard about of that. what about street? I thought sharks. you were just making. What about that monster up? in my pocket? Oh yeah, yeah. What, or Mad Max. Uh, yeah, the yeah, tiny Max. Mad Max. I've heard of Mad Min- Max. No, no, Mighty Max. Mighty Max. Mighty Max. It was like the dude. It was the dude Polly Pocket. Right, right, right. Is exactly what that was. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. Well, it's okay. No, hell's well, and then they word. had the micro machines. Uh, I oh, had a man. ton of micro machines. I had a, like, I had a they, million of those things. Well, and dude, then they, they took them into like the military ones, and then they took them into space, and then they had the Star Wars ones and the Star Trek ones. I had a micro machine of the space shuttle on the car that like rolls yeah. it out. It was the car that rolls oh, it that out. Pulled the, yeah, yeah. I had a micro machine of the space shuttle on the little tractor that takes it out to the launch pad. That's actually dope. I know, and I wish I still had it, but I don't have them anymore. Do you know what I wish I still had? I wish I had the Ninja Turtles lair, mm-hmm. and I oh, wish I had the Technodrome. Yeah. I wish I still had the Lego. I had a Lego castle, yeah. and I made the mistake. Of, I don't have it anymore, but I made the mistake of looking up what it would be worth today if I still had it. And nope. I just don't do that. Yeah. I made the mistake of looking up what my 1992 St. Louis Blues kid youth starter jacket Uh-huh. Oh, you saw would go for jackets. now today. That thing's worth like $500 nowadays. Well, it's just like... Old. I wouldn't fit me, to, but I mean... Yeah, but you would still have it. I would it. still have it. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. So I sell this because all this 90s nostalgia is so strong. Yeah. And I honestly think it's because, one, it highlights a point in your life where you're like, everything you is mil- great. And millennials right. are buying it? Yes. Yes, because it's reminding of their childhood. And it's exactly what I was just talking about. If you give me... And it, give me a high-C ecto-cooler... I will, <laughs> I will <Dude>. almost <laughs> do some stuff I'm not proud of. So we, when we you know go what I'm grocery saying? shopping, we let <laughs> Logan you. pick out his like high C's or whatever that he takes for lunch. That to is school. amazing. You and this, they had ecto cooler. Oh there. my god! Oh dude, it's so uh, don't yeah. talk about don't talk about the you twist bite tops, the cap baby. To get the extra juice out. <laughs> yeah, I'm a good Christian boy. Oh, give me those dirty thoughts. <laughs> but no, they had ecto cooler there. 
and we're looking, and, and Logan's like, well, I think I want this one. It's like, no, you want Ecto Cooler. He's like, well, no, I kind of want I was like, no, you want <laughs> Ecto Cooler. It's the only option on this shelf. Dad, this one's made from 100% pure fruit juice. Take that trash out of my cart. Yeah. Slimer. Get, that get Slimer. You're getting this concentrate kit, all right? You want to walk home? You want to walk home? No, get Ecto Cooler and shut your mouth. Dad, I don't want... We're going to McDonald's and getting that Szechuan sauce for the Mulan chicken nuggets. Let's go. Dad, what are you talking about? Oh, Hang on, man. I just... I went somewhere real dark. I'm back. I'm back. You know what's great is we just accidentally did the toy section too. I yes, know. we did. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. okay. That's beautiful. okay. But like you were saying, as a kid walking into Toys R Us, that was like an experience. Yeah. Oh, and that was the greatest experience as and a that, child. And that's why I, I firmly believe that people don't understand how much of a loss Toys R Us is. I don't want to grow up. You I'm know. a Toys R Us kid. <laughs> What's also sad is the fact that our children aren't going to ever experience something like that. Yeah, but I think they will. It's just going to be like a different thing. Like for us, it was all this really cool marketing stuff. Like think of like Nickelodeon Studios. What oh my that, God. What that yeah. looked like at Universal Studios versus now. Now it's like sterilized. It's just a building well, with nothing on it. Yeah. Well, think of kids today will probably look at like if you want probably TikTok. I'm going to be for real with you. Yeah. Their mm-hmm. stuff is yeah. pro- for us, it was a physical place. I think for kids today, now it's, it's going to be like an place. online yeah. experience that you now, won't like, be able to Now, like, think of it this way. If you wanted to just, hey, you know what, Kinsley, we're going to go out. We're going to go out on the now, uh, uh, day of the town, and I'm going to take you to a couple of toy stores. Like, where are you going to go? Where? Yeah, the there only, are no I mean, the only stores. thing, place that I can honestly think that Grayson would want to go is the Disney store out in Chesterfield. It closed. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, sorry. We were just out there two weeks ago. Yeah, like, I'm a terrible f- person by telling you that, but it's the truth. The one in, 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 in the outlet outlets, it's gone. Yeah, it, it shut down. Oh, my God. We were just out there like yeah. the like three Life days before. Life comes at you pretty fast. Like yeah. be- three days before I left for the trip, we That's were just out there. just how quick wow. things go. I, you know what? So now I don't have a toy store anymore <laughs> to take her to. I don't have a cool. toy. <laughs> You're right. I don't have a toy store to take the kids to. Yeah, I don't. We now have Walmart. to rely on Walmart. Or Kinsley, Kinsley loves to. Why this beer has hit me? Man. Uh, yeah, that toffee beer, man. It's, yeah, it's, our coffee, it's the aggressive. coffee peanut butter. It's really good though. It's good, but it'll beat your. Yeah. Anyway, Target. Kinsley wants to go to Target. Yeah, that's the main. Toy Kinsley store. wants to go to Target, and this is exactly what she says every time she asks to go to Target. Maybe we can go to Target. They have Rapunzel. I should yeah. have Rapunzel with her hair in her purple <laughs> dress, and she gets real specific. Oh yeah, and I'm like. I'm not getting you that. That, that thing was sure thirty dollars. I listened to this exact conversation two hours ago. Did you hear her talking? Oh, without a doubt. Yep. She told me all about it. She even got the frying pan out and tried to reenact. The oh scene yeah, this and, is a new know. thing that I should have covered in Daddy Issues. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Tangled? No. It's like Disney's yes, Rapunzel. Have, yeah. It's a good. It's, it, actually, it's actually a really a, good movie. It's a good movie. It's not Moana good, but it's a good movie. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, but it's good. Zachary Levi is Flynn Rider, so okay. Shazam. Shazam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirk yeah. Warner. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Mandy Moore is Rapunzel. Okay, so it's a good movie. Okay. It's, it's yeah. a really entertaining cool. movie. But Rapunzel is really handy with a frying pan. <laughs> and she essentially concusses Flynn Rider several times with it. <laughs> he loses consciousness like multiple times, comes back. Mm-hmm. So now my daughter. So it's a snuff film. 
<laughs> yeah, but now I don't feel comfortable saying my daughter's watching it. So, <laughs> so my daughter's trying to reenact every uh, scene from Tangled. And, yes. And to do the frying pan stuff, she has gone and cut our frying pan. Yes. <laughs> and she's like swinging it around like with zero disregard to her immediate surroundings. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Kent can walk and he's quite fond of following Gensley. <laughs> and I'm like, this kid's going to get sunny side up real fast. <laughs> and I, I'm like really going to be mad, but in hindsight, I will laugh if he's okay. Yeah. You'll, you'll laugh a week later when you know everything's Yeah, right. once I know DFS has left and they don't have any more questions. Indeed. All right, so we covered now we've covered toys and video games. Gotta love it. Real quick, I'm just going to take this one solo. We will do comic books, and we're going to jump into to what if. Let's make it happen. You do it up. You guys good with this one? Let's do it. I'll drink my beer. I am back to cover some comic book action this week. Uh, I'm only really covering one uh, comic. Uh, it's a new comic this week, and it is Amazing Spider-Man number 74. Uh, with legacy numbering, because we know Marvel likes to drop a new number one volume every other month. Uh, so legacy numbering, this is a very special Amazing Spider-Man number 875. Well, this is kind of a huge issue. Uh, because it is Nick Spencer finally saying goodbye to Spider-Man after he has <laughs> production mats over there stretching, guys. I don't know what. All right, well, I'm sorry. Anyway, so Nick Spencer has been on Amazing Spider-Man well, now hurts. since 2018, so this is ending like kind of his three-year run uh, on the character, uh, which is pretty cool. It's It's been a lot of fun. There's been a lot of really good art. Ryan Otley kind of launched the Amazing Spider-Man new volume with him. Uh, he was on it for quite a while, and now Patrick Gleason uh, just has this beautiful artwork on the cover. Uh, he's doing a lot of the issue, uh, but it is a major, like, double-sized issue, uh, much like Venom number 200, uh, It's but it's awesome. Uh, it wraps up the Kindred storyline, which has been going on now for quite some time in the Spider-Man books. Uh, really wrapping that up and paving the way, it looks like, for Ben Riley to come back and really rock the main Spider-Man title. Uh, so a lot of really awesome stuff there. I do recommend you guys get it. Ignore the pricey, pricey price tag. Uh, the issue was, I think it was like 7 bucks, uh, But it is still worth it. So check that out. That's really all I'm going to do for comics this week. Because I have a fat stack that I picked up at Justin's Comics. Uh, and I have not been able to read them yet. So I just grabbed the one I wanted most. Uh, and it is a milestone issue at 875, so we had to hit up. So definitely check out Spider-Man number 74, legacy numbering 875. It is a lot of bang for your buck. And uh, since we talked about comics, why don't we jump into a TV show that's all about comics? Let's do it. You guys ready for TV shows? Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, you done stretching out? I'm good. I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. <laughs> Do 
Yeah, it's time for that TV show, baby. It's time for it. But before let's we jump into it. What If, because I've got a lot to talk about on it, uh, let's talk about the announcement we got this week for one other Disney Plus show mm-hmm. that we've all been excited about since the end of Mandalorian Season 2. Yes. The Book of Boba Fett has a release date. Oh, I didn't hear. Oh, Boba yeah. Fett. You were up in the mountains. So we'll give oh. you we'll give you the news, Matt. All right. News of the world, sir. Give me the news. Yeah. So the book of Boba Fett will premiere on Disney Plus on December 29th. December 29th. That's a good time for that to show up. That is, because we'll be winding down from Hawkeye. Yep. Which is looking so good. Yes. Uh and I mean it's good. I'll probably still be off uh for Christmas break. So I'm looking forward to doing that. I don't even that. know what that means. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. And that's, I mean. So you get vacation through Christmas? Well, usually it's around that time. It, it feels like just the way it depends on what day of the week it is. But mm-hmm. if Christmas hits on one day, then New Year's kind of hits it a few days. It's usually exactly a week between the two. Yeah. I yeah. always feel like the 29th, like, like that week in between the 25th and the 1st is always a special week. Um, I usually try to take like those days off, so that way I can take like a full long week vacation from like the twenty fifth to the first. Are right, Are you gonna take that off this year? Yes, probably. Okay, definitely. Uh, I, I might even take a not. week. I'm thinking about taking the first week of January off as well. Not bad. Two weeks. Yeah, two whole weeks. Just two two full weeks. You know, that sounds pretty good. So, all right. Well, I mean, that's exciting. Yeah. Do you guys nice re- little Christmas vacation? Do you guys remember? Being kids, and uh, I know we're. I'm sorry, I'm full blown nostalgia now in the 90s. Go like, for I'm it. living it's okay. here. Go Get for it. it. It's okay. I'm living here. But do you remember Christmas Vacation? The movie or like your Christmas oh, Vacation? Oh, no, I love the movie. But I'm talking both. I'm, I'm talking about like being off yeah. Oh, yeah. for essentially what? Two like weeks? Three, for like three two weeks. Two to three weeks. Two to three weeks. Yeah, because we were on, we did cycle breaks. So Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, I loved it. It was great. I just remember how cool it was. And like, you'd look out the window and it was like snowy mm-hmm. and you would just play with your new toys that you just got from Christmas. And you just coasted on that, like being that hype all the way into the new year. Mm-hmm. And then you were freshly hyped because it was the new year. Mm-hmm. And like now as an adult, you're like, it's another year. I'm still doing the same thing. Oh my God. Although it has, yes, as an adult, I totally agree. But within the last few years of grace and getting older and older and older, it's like changed a little bit more. I'm getting more of that excitement back because of her. Well, yeah, now you get to live by proxy and it's exactly, I, yeah. exactly. I will tell you it's only going to get better. And that's, and that's like, it really, what I'm like, more, I, I think that's what I'm excited. Not trying to, you know, fast forward through my life here, but it's like, I can't wait for all those moments. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, I'm excited for college again. <laughs> Because, like, when the kids go to college, like, I get to go check out the colleges. I'm going to be that dad that gets yeah. hammered at the frat. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. <laughs> anyway. You're going to be the one, fill it up again. <laughs> He's going again. They'll be like, guys, come get your dad. <laughs> He's, we, can't, we are a, a hey, small hey, frat. We can't afford this. Hey, Kinsley, kind of where'd your dad go? Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I think I saw him just run down the road naked. Like, you, know, you know, it's it's fun. He's, act- he's actually passed out in the bushes. He <laughs> fell from the second story window. <laughs> not not reminiscing of the running the down the road naked part or anything like that. But I, I remember about over the summer, there was one evening that we were out with some friends and uh, some friends and, and their kids and everything. And, and we drove separate. So Stephanie took Barrett home and uh, Logan and I stayed later. And... Um, 
we uh, I, I Logan experienced his first midnight McDonald's run. Oh, oh, and we've covered this. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, but but stu- you know, it's I funny remember, because yeah. stuff like that, like I sit there and think, like this is the most like inconsequential stupidity you've ever heard in your life. But there was a part <laughs> of me that was like, you have no idea how many feelings you're touching on by being here right now. Oh, you're, yeah. like, you're like, it's his first time. So you go, hey, hey, you do it, you do it. Ask yeah. him. Ask him for a McFlurry. Go ahead. Try. <laughs> ask, try. Ask, ask the Taco Bell person for six tacos as hard as they can make them. Like, come on, do it. <laughs> Get ready to be freshly disappointed, son. But yes, the nostalgia is is absolutely real. Oh, it's so strong. And I think there's a little bit of nostalgia with Hawkeye on the show level because yes. of, you know, it's, it's centered around Christmas. It gets that diehard vibe. And then when you talk about the Book of Boba Fett, Everybody loves Boba Fett for whatever reason that they do. I do too. Um, you know, from his role in Star Wars and things like that. He was just a bounty hunter, guys. I mean, actually, and let's be <laughs> let's be completely real. He wasn't that great of one. Okay, no, he, he really was kind of almost a yeah. almost a practical joke in those two movies. There was really wasn't a whole lot. His freaking jetpack, which should be awesome, just like malfunctions after a blaster hit and he falls into. No, a it malfunctions <laughs> after Han Solo smacked him in the back lightly on accident with a stick. You're right. I mean, my bad. Yeah. My bad. I have tried to make it cooler. It's not. Yeah. But he's a heck of a lot cooler in The Mandalorian. Very cool. Very cool. He's awesome in that show, which is why I'm looking forward to They made him a lot cooler in that show. So I look forward to it. I can't wait to see it. Uh, And I also can't wait for Hawkeye. Because Hawkeye, you're right. I mean, it hits up the Christmas vibe, and it gives you a much better diehard feel Yes, than I kind of was expecting. Like, yes. I get a strong, good diehard, not the crappy last right. couple ones. I'm not like, going to lie. Like, Yippee-ki-yay diehard. Yeah. Yeah. I was also kind of wondering, because I know I don't think it's done by James Gunn, but I got a James Gunn feel out of it. Really? I did. Maybe I That's little. when I was watching the previews, I was like, I got like a Guardians feel out of it. Like I got a, a, like a, I got a strong Matt Fraction feel feel out of it oh really yeah, i don't know who that is too. but i mean yeah well he's like i got guy. a guardians galaxy guardians of the galaxy feel out of you got it that. yeah speaking I, of nostalgia we also have i mean we got a lot of good tv coming up we've got cowboy bebop coming up before the on end netflix. of the year on netflix we've got wheel of time coming up on amazon yes that's we do. gonna be a good one if anybody watches yellowstone that's coming back. That's coming yeah, back. That's November seventh. Is that Paramount? Yep, November seventh. Yeah. That looks Can't good. Freaking wait! I believe the floor is lava is coming back on Netflix as well. If you want stupid game show action, I kind of do. You guys want to yeah. know what my guilty pleasure? Speaking of stupid game show, yeah, hit it. Big Brother just okay. wrapped season twenty three last night. Mm. First time ever. Mm. Are we giving away guilty pleasures right now? No, we're not because we don't have that kind of time. But I want. I'm not sure we. Well, we're not talking about explanations. I was just about give to say, away. do we have to okay. save that for the after hours? Yeah, big big brother. I'll, I'll sit down. And, I used to make fun of my wife, and then I sat down and started watching. Hooked. She might as well be like, "Babe, try this heroin." Well, it could be worse. It could be the Bachelor, Stephen, <sighs> Florida <Yeah>. man, <laughs> Florida man hears me. Bachelor, Florida man. He's all in. He watches that. I know. Yeah. On his own. It's- uh, yeah, hey man, even I live in Florida. I don't listen. I don't watch The Bachelor. Hey Florida Steve, man. don't listen to him, man. Keep doing you. It's on ABC. <laughs> it's a Disney thing. More power to you, what brother. Do, what do you got? What's your What's guilty, your guilty pleasure? pleasure? Come on, now, come on. It's, if you don't say it now, I'm gonna. It's, it's too late. Yeah. Now. How the to. universe works. 
What's that okay. on? Okay, it's, it's on, on the Science, Science Channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, those are like fascinating. You just kind of like you don't really. I get deep into that stuff, and Aaron always, oh, you're watching your stupid space shows, and I'm like, shut up, because <laughs> it's good, it's entertaining, and it's learning. Why don't you try to learn something? What? What you, what you, I will. I'm going to read this book. <laughs> Wait, you count some type of smart person? I'm going to watch it on TV. <laughs> to, quote, to quote our man Justin, readings for rich people, okay? <laughs> he did say that. He did that say is, that. There, that sound bite exists <laughs> on the normal yes, podcast. <laughs> that was uh, the last AMA, I think. Yeah. <laughs> readings for, yeah, rich, readings readings for rich, rich people. Are you uh, one of them learned folks? Oh. <laughs> uh, Miss Justin. I know, I know. I thought he was going to come out last week or this week, but, you know, we'll, we'll keep trying. We'll you, keep asking. You stay right, well, kids. Well, if they'd stop working him until, like, 7 o'clock at night, he could come and do this. Look, <laughs> man, I understand. His is kind of a seasonal gig because nobody's yeah, putting pools yeah. in when it's, like, February. Well, yeah, here so. come come a few months. He's He'll be gonna back. Be working he's going like to have all the time he needs. Six hours he a day had better be at QuadCon with us. For sure, Oh, dude. he said he's coming. It's a Sunday. He's got to yeah, be there. He said he's coming. I cannot wait. We're going to sit him down yeah. in front of a microphone. He's not allowed to leave because he needs. Rowan and G, I think, are going to be running around the Comic-Con. I'm pretty. Well, you I know? don't know about Rowan, but I know G is. I'm, I'm going to try. I'm to. bringing the monsters with me, dude. Yeah. We're going to do the thing. We're going to, yeah, Do absolutely. the dang thing. But we'll talk about uh, that announcement, yeah, which we, we didn't just about... make. But we'll do that at the end of the episode. Yes. For let's sure. talk about what if. Yeah. Let's talk about let's, what if. Let's get into this. Okay, so. There are eight episodes out now. Episode seven was kind of like, what if Thor was an only child? Which was actually a pretty fun episode. It was a fun episode. It was a good time. And it's good, dumb That's with Captain Marvel. Yes, yeah, she's, Captain she's Marvel like fighting and Thor, Thor she's beat fighting. the piss yeah, out of each yeah, other yeah, the whole yeah, time. Yeah. It's great. I'll allow piss. That's a fun mm-hmm. word. Uh, but if we were in Britain, it would be in every sentence. Well, and a lot of other worse stuff, by the way. I love my British friends. <laughs> I I enjoy it, but yeah, you're right. That's so, the one she's beating Thor up, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. The only she's also in episode eight. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. And, she is, and she's like the thing. She about, comes out of nowhere. The thing about what if? Well, in eight, uh, I didn't expect to see her on in, um, in eight. What planet is that? God, was it Sakar? Mm. No, 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 Morag. No, no, um, no. It's where the um, they're there in Guardians of the Galaxy. They protect the planet. Oh God! From Ronan the Accuser. Yeah, not it's at, in the middle uh, of my forehead and will not come out. It's the it's the, the uh, Xandar. 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 Thank yes. You. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was the the planet that Thor mentioned in Infinity War that yeah. Thanos destroyed. So it it makes sense that she's there, right? Mm-hmm. Right, because she's of of like Cree descent. Yeah. Um. So she like shows up and she is just housing Ultron. Yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, this. This particular episode we're going to talk about is episode eight, and the what if thing very simply is what if Ultron had won from Age of Ultron? And I'm meaning all the Avengers lost. Yeah, I am specifically keen to that because I like Ultron as a villain. Well, and we've talked at you know ad nauseum about how we feel like Ultron didn't get his due. Correct. Yeah, and in this what if episode, he gets he gets his due. Oh yeah. I mean, we're talking Ultron is successful. He transfers his consciousness into Vision's body. Yeah. Right, which is awesome. He has the full use of the Mind Stone, which he uses to completely create peace on Earth. And in doing in so, he way. eradicates all life. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, he gets There's rid of There's only one way to get peace, and that's to kill everyone. Yeah. And uh, you know what? 
we're just going to go on just so everybody knows. Obviously, if you listen to the show long enough at this point, you know we go full spoilers. It is your choice to listen whether or not, uh, and we are going to just jump into it. So here's your chance to stop and turn around. Yeah. You probably should have stopped already, but yeah. you know, just in case you didn't. So at the end of Episode 7, this version of Ultron appears, which I thought was strange. Because it was the end of Thor's story, and it looked like everything was reaching resolution for the episode. And then all of a sudden, this, like, Ultron or Vision in Ultron armor with the Infinity Stones just pops up. And you're like, that's unusual. Well, yeah, I was thrown. And then that's the end of the episode. Yeah. I I was thrown (laughs) off at the end of that episode. I actually texted you because I saw this Ultron figure with all the infinity stones show up, but it's somebody in a suit of armor Mm -hmm. and the way the face looked and obviously animation versus live action, it's totally different, but the way the face looked, I I couldn't place who or what it was. And, you know, my initial thought is, you know, Kang the Conqueror doesn't look far off from that in the comic books in certain places. Mm, It's true. But now it's very clearly, especially after this l- most recent episode, it's very clear that it's Vision. No, it's as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's either Vision or that's Ultron. And yeah. I thought Ultron because of the armor around the Vision body. And I was like, that's Ultron and that's him winning. I did not think that the what if Ultron had won episode was going to go to this level. It went to a length that I wasn't expecting. Here's the thing I was really excited about. This is the one that all of a sudden, because I kind of thought of the what if anthology series is just that, an anthology that doesn't really matter, right? Like I thought it right. would explore the concept of the multiverse and introduce the casual MCU fans to the multiverse and what that could mean. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be a stepping stone to Multiverse of Madness, uh, with the Doctor Strange 2 sequel. Um, I, I just thought, it was kind of like relaxed watching. Like you could watch each episode, enjoy it for what it was, and then you didn't really have to care about it anymore, right? Correct. I was thinking the same thing because that's how the comic books were. Yes. You know, they right. They're just really, like quick one-offs. Yeah. Like, hey, check it out. What if? Let's explore this question. And then all of a sudden, this episode comes along, and you immediately find out. Actually, it's probably about ten minutes into the episode, and then all of a sudden, you go. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, and this is the episode that uh, told me exactly why they casted Jeffrey Wright as oh, Uatu, yeah. the Watcher. Because now he's really interacting, and you get to see him do way more than observe. Yeah. So it's really cool. Really, really cool. Uh, in the episode, of course, Ultron is successful. He eradicates life on Earth. Then he uh, Thanos shows up because he's after the Mind that Stone. That was cool. That and, was awesome. And that was actually pretty hilarious. <laughs> that was like, literally oh, this is like, interesting. <laughs> yeah, like I thought there was going to be some big battle, and just, whoop. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I thought there were going to be a SmackDown battle, like, and like oh, okay, Ultron essentially just one punches that. You know what my first thought was though? Why didn't Vision just do that to him? Everybody thought that, and the reason was because plot necessitates. So let's keep moving. Yeah, MacGuffin. There you <laughs> go. Because otherwise, like nobody would be able to do it. You're telling me one Infinity Stone is going to one-punch the guy who's holding four? Yeah. Come on. Come on. But I was willing to just let that go. Okay? just I was like, all right, whatever, because the rest of this is awesome. 
Yeah, the the scene with Thanos is the thing I had the biggest problem with. I really yeah. did. But it was still cool uh, because Ultron essentially creates peace throughout the universe. Yeah. After he point. gets his hands on all the Infinity Stones. Yeah. yeah. And then he continues to evolve. And he realizes that he can sense the Watcher. Mm-hmm. So he went from Earth to the universe to the multiverse in about 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was a quick move. It's pretty awesome. And then he begins working his way through the multiverse because he's after Uatu. And then now he's trying to figure out, like, what caused the multiverse. He's just ascended to that level. Yeah. So now there is a multiversal threat. Yep. And Uatu, who, by the way. On top of King the Conqueror already. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's lots of dangerous stuff. But what if just gave us a. Oh yeah, there's a big problem. Yeah, check it out. This show you you need to watch this show. Let me ask you a question though, real quick. Do you think or do you believe any live action show or movie is going to relate to the What If series? If like say they do these multiverse of madness movies with the Spider Man and Doctor Strange, and they bring in say little clippings of what you saw in certain universes as they're busting through and you see something from the what if series like oh my god they did it they brought something from the what if series into the live action movies like that would blow my mind i think they that will. would go i think that i think that would be the the greatest aha moment ever yeah that's connected yes that you, is just you know where awesome. i think we'll at least get to see a piece of a hint of it at uh, the Doctor Strange, yeah, the absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait! Because at the end of this my episode, god, I can't wait. <laughs> Uatu goes back to the version yes. of Strange uh-huh. from Episode Four of What If uh-huh. for help. But like you said, what version of Strange is that? It's the version that lost his heart and was willing to do whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah. that ended up destroying his own universe. Mm-hmm. Out of love, baby. Out of love. That was the only reason. And sheer arrogance, but still. Right. I, you know, it was funny. I was sitting was here thinking. Arrogant. I was like, oh, that was evil strange. No, he wasn't evil. He was just misguided. That, again. Love torn. That is yeah. one. That is the trait in a villain that you want the most. You don't want a villain who's just here because I'm pure evil. You want a villain who's doing something horrific. Right. Because they think it's the right thing to do. Right. That's the, I mean, like, that's what you're looking for. And that's the strange we got. It's the line yeah. between rage and, now, and serenity. I honestly thought we weren't going to get anything else out of that character. Right. And now he's very important, it seems, for episode nine. Like, you asked me if that episode made me cry. And I was like, well, it didn't make me cry. But, like, it did make me, like, like in a it way. Made de- it made you react like, a Yeah, it made way. me, like, in a way, like, depressed. Like, I'm so glad they did not write the movies like this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, because if this was the movie, I would not be a Doctor fa- a Strange fan, it's period, true. at all. Right, it's true. Like, I'm, I'm so glad, like, the guys that wrote that movie did the right thing. All right, so you just watched the episode. Yeah. So I'm like, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What's going on? You got well, questions? You got feelings? Let's hear I it. was a little, like, uh, I thought the cool sacrifice play by, like, they, I feel like the sacrifice play was swapped from the movies to the cartoon. <laughs> To, to so, what if. so you're talking about Hawkeye, Hawkeye and yeah. Black Widow. And Black Widow. Yeah. One of the one of the cooler scenes in the episodes keeps it on a very grounded level when mm-hmm. they explore this this world where Ultron has won. Yeah. Through the eyes of Black Widow and Hawkeye. All the other enhanced Avengers or you know, Iron Man, Thor, Cap, they're all gone. Hulk, 
gone. Oh. These two are the ones who are left. Yeah. And they, you're right. They, they completely flip the scene that we got in Endgame when they had to get the Soul Stone. Yep. And they're fighting over who was going to die. Yeah, pretty much. Not you die, not me. It's let me do it, let me do it. Yeah. Yeah. And in this one, um, I know it's it's just like the scene in Vormir almost, mm-hmm. except for they've traded places. And Natasha can't hang on to Hawkeye anymore. I do have a gripe, though. He's missing his right arm yeah. when he's hanging. But yet somehow when he falls, he's still able to shoot that last racket. No, no, that arm's that last arrow. That arm's on, right? No. Because he's hanging by one arm and his arm is busted off. No, I well, I know his arm got I, busted off, but I thought that she handed him his arm. Yeah, back. but before he falls down and dies, his I'm arm pretty gets, sure he's his hanging arm gets there. shot, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure his arm is, it? he's hanging with by one arm, and I'm pretty sure I'll have to go back and rewatch Space it. Space magic. I just, I just watch Space it now. Magic. I'm pretty sure his, his right arm was gone. Mm. You know, and it, he was hanging by one, and then he let go. And then as he's falling, he shot one arrow and it's, blew it's, them all up. It's Moscow magic because they're yes. at the Kremlin, right? Yes, there you Maybe go. Maybe he used his like, mouth and foot and got his, you know, I don't you know. You never know. Uh, he I'll was falling re- pretty I'll fast. have to rewatch that there scene. <laughs> but he has, actually, he's moving super slow <laughs> in that fall. <laughs> yeah. Because Natasha's doing an awful lot. Jumping and getting while, out of the hole while, while he's, he's barely moving, going down. Doing that that very, yeah. it's, it's almost cliche now, but if you're falling, it's in slow-mo. Mm-hmm. The imagery was really cool, though. It was cool to watch. Like, really cool when they the had music that, with it as well. That panned-out yeah. shot where you see him shooting the arrow and you've got all the Ultron robots underneath him mm-hmm. before the explosion. I got a lot of vibe of, uh, I got a lot of Days of Future Past vibe out of this, too. Oh, I did, too. With with Hawkeye and, and, and Widow running around and stuff like that. It was very post-apocalyptic. It was very... We only have so much time to do this before it becomes a real problem. There was a lot of Days of Future Past vibe in there, and I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but I liked it a they, lot. They took a pretty good chunk from the um, Age of Ultron comic book event. Yes. So in the future, Ultron's one, and how are these heroes living in this world now? Mm-hmm. And it's it's a lot like that. Like, it's just a wasteland. Oh, yeah. Know? So it, it was cool that they, they did that. I did get a little bit of Days of Future Past, but it was much more like Age of Ultron. Let's actually take a page from that and show them what the MCU characters would look like in that specific Yes, world, yes. Which was cool. I, I was glad Jeremy Renner was back for Hawkeye's Yeah, that voice. was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I was a little bummed that that's clearly not Scarlett Johansson. No. And I was <laughs> much more upset. This one actually kind of miffed me. How can you bring Ultron back and, and not, not, James and it not yes. be James Spader? Yeah, yeah I that, was, that bummed me that. You've got Benedict Cumberbatch is in this episode, mm-hmm. and you're telling me you can't get James Spader? <laughs> Come on now. Because one of the thing, one of on, my favorite things in all of the MCU villains is James Spader his as Ultron. Voice. It's he was voice. So, so spot on and perfect. Perfectly Ultron. Perfectly Ultron. And I know, I guess, they can make the argument, like, his voice changed when he went into the organic Vision body. It's why Vision doesn't sound like Ultron, right? But Vision sounds like Vision because he was the Jarvis. Yes. Yeah, that was Jarvis. That wasn't Ultron. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I need James Spader's voice. In Vision's body? To be Ultron. I don't... Everything else I don't care about. Could you imagine, like, in live-action movies, like, Paul... 
Paul Bettany's body in the Ultron, like as Vision in the Ultron suit, being voiced by James Spader. I would love it. Oh my god, yeah, would, that would be so I would amazing! Stand up as soon as he spoke. <laughs> I would stand up and cheer. But James Spader has that tone. He does. That He's is, got that voice. It's perfect it's, for Ultron. It's also yes. his cadence. Yeah, the, and yeah. that that bit of arrogance that you feel. Yeah, that they just hang on and exploit. It's like watching Robert California from The Office. <laughs> Right. Take on the Avengers. And you're just <laughs> right. like, this dude should have been the Matrix. He <laughs> should have been an agent. Dude, that was what, so that was what, so Stephanie didn't see Age of Ultron until after we had gotten a few seasons into the Blacklist. Oh, and so now she associates the character first. She watched Age of Ultron. She's like, that's Raymond Reddington. Like, and, and <laughs> she kept saying it the whole time. She's like, it's exactly, it's perfect. Yeah. He did a movie years ago. It's like uh, two days in the valley or something. Oh, James Spader. James Spader. Yeah, yeah he was that. also in was that Sex Lies and videotape and some stuff. <laughs> He's got an interesting that, career path. Yeah, that that movie, the Valley movie, Two Days in the Valley or whatever it was, it was the first movie I ever like saw him in and just thought because he played a bad guy in that movie, and I thought to myself like, man, he's like a he plays a perfect. Like yeah. a creepy villain, like somebody that'll send a chill down your spine. In any movie where James Spader is the good guy, you're just like, oh. Yeah, okay. like if he plays yeah. a cop okay, or a detective, you're, a you're just like, okay, cool, right on. Even in Stargate, you're just kind of like, eh. But, right. right. But anytime he's a bad guy, you're like, oh, God. Oh, my God, yeah. You know who else is a good bad guy? Not to get off subject like this, but. We'll come back to what if. Cole Hauser. The block. The blonde guy? <laughs> no. He uh he played a bad guy in one of the Fast and Furious movies, but he uh he played in Dazed and Confused. He played in Paparazzi. Oh, I know who you're talking but, about. He yeah. was Carter Verone in Too Fast, Too Furious. Okay. I don't know what his name he was. He was the bad guy in Too Fast. Yeah, he was yeah, the bad guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. it was number two. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. with Tyrone, the second yeah, 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 yeah. it was the second yeah. movie. That's right. But uh, yeah, like no, he, he is a good bad guy. He he's got a a face and a voice that like when he comes across, he'll like look at you and smile, and then you just like see the evil coming out. Yeah, he's, of him. he's one of those characters, much like James Spader. Yeah. as soon as they play well, a bad in, guy, you're like, that's it. And I didn't say this. I didn't say Yellowstone because I didn't think you guys had seen it. But he's also uh, one of the uh, actors in Yellowstone. That's a good show. Actually, one of the most menacing bad show. guys I've ever seen is Jeffrey Wright. Oh, in Boardwalk. Boardwalk Empire. Oh, my God, okay. you are not Jeffrey kidding. Wright? He never oh raised my God, voice you're once, not I was scared of that, dude. Oh, like, you're not. We've talked about this Je- on, a oh, few, yeah. on a past Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright is the voice of Watu, the Watcher. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also Commissioner Gordon in the new The Batman yes. movie. Yes, yes. And he's also the American CIA agent in the Daniel Craig James Bond films. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. I know. He's I also so he's also one of the uh one of the tech people in the Hunger Games movies. Yes, he is. Uh, and um and then he's he is Narcisse in, a, in Boardwalk Narcisse, Empire. Dude, in, he, in Boardwalk Empire, you're right. The di- guy doesn't raise his voice, but he's like he's like Gus he's, from um yeah. Breaking Bad. Yeah, he is Giancarlo but, Esposito. Yeah, oh, right. when yeah, that dude yeah, shows yeah, up, yeah, you're just yeah, like, oh yeah. crap. I don't know exactly how, but I'm certain at this point I really <laughs> f***ed up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I don't want to be here anymore. It's like that's when, cool. I'm gonna go home. It's <laughs> like when Moff Gideon like boards your Star Cruiser. Yeah, 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, uh, cool. Okay. Mistakes were made. We're I good. We up. got to that point. I'm going to go home now. <laughs> Wherever you Sorry. want. Do you want me to kill my best friend for you and <laughs> save you the time? Because otherwise, I think we're all going to die. Just wave the white flag now or later? <laughs> you burn the white flag with you in it. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. it's James Spader as Ultron is the biggest disappointment I think I got from this episode because who I they, wanted to hear who they got though still like, he's close he was close he's pretty close, close. I, I I agree with you it the, the episode was still awesome the whole premise was really really great I feel like it would have been that much over the top with James Spader oh, oh I don't I I really feel like it would have been perfect with him could, no, no, could, that's what I mean. I think it would have been just that much over the top. It would have been. It would oh, have been I see amazing. what you're saying. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying now. I see what you're saying. So the scenes where Owatu and uh, we're just gonna call it evolved Ultron are battling. Yeah, and, in the they, multiverse, but they're have yeah going through yeah. the multiverse. The mirrors, yeah, they're going through. Uh, I have an Easter egg for that in a minute. We'll get to it. In yeah, a second. yes. But when he's like, um, when Ultron tells Owatu, he's like. You've seen this chaos, and you could have stopped it at any time, but you chose but he not to. he swore an oath. Yeah, and then, of course, Watson was like, dude, I swore an oath like not to interfere with the natural order. Right. And Ultron tells him, I am the natural order. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine that exchange if it was Jeffrey Wright and James Spader? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. those two. That, wow. That Universe-breaking paradoxes would have occurred. <laughs> that, that would have taken it to like an 11 or a 12. Oh, my oh, God. It would have been so yeah. good. I'm, actually, no, I'm just sitting here thinking about it. I'm just like, I'm going to go watch Age of Ultron just to hear James Spader. Right. It's right. so, like, it's just perfect. And to hear them battle philosophically and yes. also while they're actually battling. Yes, battle so physically good. and mentally at the same time. That's so awesome. Yeah. But let me go ahead and drop that Easter egg. So when they're fighting and they're going through, they're, like, breaking through the glass of all the multiverses. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Jedi John would have caught this if he was here. But since he's not, I'm going to say it. Do you you know the place? Mustafar, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they battle through Mustafar. They ended up, they landed in Mustafar for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can actually see Vader's castle in the distance. Yes. So. Okay, I didn't yeah. miss that. Yeah. So Mustafar is the place in um, Star Wars Episode three, Revenge, Revenge of the, of the Sith, where they fight in the volcano. In the volcano, that's okay. most of far, and that's where Anakin gets burned, gets limbs amputated and burned. Yeah, that's most. That's of where far. he turns into Vader. Yeah, right? well, I essentially, mean, essentially, physically, yes, that's yeah. where he becomes Vader. Yeah, yeah, and to see them huh. crash through that is so <laughs> on the money, Marvel. Yeah, it's a Disney just going like, yeah, we got all this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite thing? Yeah, we got that too. Yeah, that's that's a flex if I've ever yeah, seen it. It really was. And like <laughs> as I watched it, it took me it was the second time I realized. Cuz the first time I was like, what planet is that? Because yeah. I'm I'm thinking of all the places they've gone in the MCU. Yeah. And then Not I went, Star Wars. And then yeah. I went, "Nah, man, they're on the high ground." <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's exactly what that yep. was. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That that was a cool add-on that they didn't have to do. Yeah, but they That really did. didn't make any sense, but they did it anyway, because why it, not? It, but, I mean, realistically, in the I mean, publishing it, history of Marvel, and especially now that all the rights are back, Star Wars comics were Marvel. Oh, yeah. So, oh, like, yeah. it fits in the multiverse. It yeah. could work. Exactly. Yeah, so 
I was just I was so, super stoked about what that. What would you do if like Vader, Wolverine, and Iron Man all showed up to fight each other? <laughs> like in, in one Obviously, of these, what if? Iron Man and Wolverine would have a very bad day. <laughs> it depends on which Iron Man. I mean, Wolverine's possibly. toast. Yeah. Wolverine's toast. He's just going to get force choked. Yeah, he's dead quick. Right. And I don't know. Can it oh, Adam, can yeah, Adamantium I mean, stand up to a lightsaber? That's the real question. Because now, Ooh, yeah, you now your question is, is Adamantium as strong as Baskar Steel? Right. And because oh, if it is, yeah. then Vader might have an issue. If not, sorry, Logan. You're, yeah. Because, I mean, literally kebabbed. one yeah. swipe across Vader's chest with some of those claws, and he's going right through him. All you have to do is hit his freaking respirator. That's what I yeah. mean. Like, right in it. the middle of his chest one time, and it's <laughs> over. <laughs> Which gives him a much bigger vulnerability to, to then, Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even have to get close. Yeah. He might even hack into the suit's operating system that <laughs> operates the it'd be like Friday, patch me in, shut this yeah. guy down. <laughs> I don't I don't have time to fight the space wizard. Like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm bored. I want his sword. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and launch a Stark satellite, make a couple Billy, and while I'm at it, I'm gonna take this like goth looking space wizard out. And Friday, while you're at it, put this uh, sword of his in the production. Sell millions. Yeah. I might go ahead and add that to my nanotech suit. <laughs> right, yeah. He looks at it for five minutes, goes, all right, I've got, let's get a couple of these K-Bar crystals and uh, put them he, in my next suit. He comes out like Deadpool from X-Men's Origin with both of them on his I, You know, I would, I would watch it. It, it. I would. I'd be like, you know, let's do this. Let's oh, do yeah. This. They would find a way to make it cool. <laughs> they would. Somehow James Earl Jones would still be in it. He's like, I'm Vader, and I swear to God, if you hire anyone else, I will sue. <laughs> and Disney's like, get in line. So, <laughs> but uh, that's it, though. That's all we got this week. I mean, yeah. yeah. That's it for TV that's shows. That's it for, yeah, for What If. I think yeah. the biggest takeaway from episode eight of What If is I. I'm very excited to know that it all matters. It's all very connected. I'm well, excited you, for that. I'm excited to see how it's all going to tie together. Yeah, I think episode nine is going to be pretty impressive. Yes. The only episode I need to go back and watch is uh, number five, Zombies. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, it's very entertaining. That's the one that, cool for show. some reason, I guess I skipped and went straight to the Killmonger one. If you if you like... Which, Tom- I, you know what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, if you like uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man... Uh-huh. Or if you like Paul Rudd, yeah, the Ant Man, you're gonna love episode five. Yeah, right, cool. Yeah, you're gonna have one, fun with it. One gripe about oh, uh, what if uh, Killmonger had saved Tony Stark? Yeah. yeah. So when he when that's he six, that's six, six or seven. Yeah, it's yes. six. Yes. Yeah. So spoiler: when he kills Tony Stark, he's clearly got the blade in his shoulder. Oh, we're talking about Killmonger. Yeah. 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 He's clearly got the blade in his shoulder, and Tony Stark dies. And I'm like, wait. What, like, what happened? How did Tony? How did he die? You can't just die from a, from a vibranium thing to the shoulder. I don't think. Actually, you can. Uh, located right around there is your brachial artery. Oh, so he. It's a an major artery. artery. Okay, I was That's about what, to say, does vibranium well, then that makes sense. Have but, the same poisonous properties that adamantium does. Oh yeah, that's true. The only reason Logan's alive because of his healing is factor. because his healing factor negates the effects yeah. yeah but yes if you if like it's like if somebody blows your arm off mm-hmm. you very really could die because your brachial artery will still pump well yeah unless you cover it yeah mm-hmm. so he probably just bled to death that's what you're saying probably 
Which is why I had time to talk That's about it. That's a very unclimactic uh, death for Tony Stark. Yeah. But, but Marvel, you could have done better. That or, or he faked his death, and we're going to find out about that here in a little bit. Well, See, I like that outcome a heck of a lot better. All right, well, then that's the outcome you go with. Cool. That episode is the only episode where I thought it ended 10 minutes too soon. Yes. Because you cannot show me a, a budding partnership between Shuri and Pepper, and then that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Really? I thought it was kind of good. I thought that was like, no, okay, no. cool, so they're going to do something, and then Ex- they, they put you on hold. Exactly. That's it. Okay, cool, they're going to do something. Credits. But well, but think, but well yeah, no, no. But, like that's see, that's what I like. They're not going to show you what but, they're going to do. But think about this, okay? So in Black Panther, if you if you the ebb and flow of the movie, T'Challa gets thrown at the waterfall. King Killmonger's the king. Okay, T'Challa what, comes back. What do they What do they do with T'Challa? They They find him and they hide him until he recovers, to f- and he keep can fighting. fight. Okay, now you've got a Tony Stark who got stabbed in the brachial artery quote unquote well that's my got, quote that's not yeah. marvel so tony stark and you've technically got pepper still... and shuri that have a partnership the ebb and flow could very easily and say that pepper has been hiding tony point. in some kind of stasis they've got the tech to do it and they could come up with some sort of tech that could shuri could heal him yeah what if beat ultron right? like, yeah what if but yeah and then and, and it could beat ultron in the multiverse like, yeah. what happens when tony stark figures out about the multiverse Oh, obviously, he's going to get a new suit. <laughs> he's going to get a new plane, yeah. a, a, a multiversal travel, yeah. and figure it out. We've got a, you know, we've got a Thor that was an only child, yeah, that was a frat boy on Earth for a few days, and somehow managed to clean that up before Mom got home, I which was, was still great. That that was pretty awesome. Dominoing Stonehenge was awesome. Yes, yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> these I, are yeah. these are I I don't know what they are, but you know. Um, <laughs> But but you get what I'm saying. That's the beauty of what if. Yeah. Because when when Killmonger stabs Tony in the shoulder, there is a what if Tony dies, and there's a what if what Tony, if didn't, Tony die. didn't. Yeah. Everything and in the shows are what ifs. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, you could very easily have, you know, a Spider-Man from the Zombies episode, a Doctor Strange from the Doctor Strange episode. You could have an Iron Man from the. You know, from the Killmonger episode, you could have a Captain America. Yeah, you can bring them all in. Episode, yeah. This is very easily. You could have a Star Lord from the Star Lord episode. But who do you get from the episode three, where the Avengers never came around? You get Hank Pym, Uncle Ruckus looking. Hank Pym's gonna show up, (laughs) or you get Loki. Either one. Uh, Because that Loki is a bad some bitch. That's probably the Fury you bring into it. There you go. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. I like it. So there you go. I mean, you that's know, there's, an option. There is one other TV show that I do want to mention that's coming out soon again, and I just saw the trailer drop for it recently. Mm-hmm. It's a show that me and you used to talk about early in the podcast. Uh, Ozark. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. This is... We're this the is time. the last final season of Ozark. Season four. Season four comes out soon. And season sh- three ended on such a banger, and it, then it COVID literally hit, like, and I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, and then the, the the trailer, the trailer for season four is probably just thirty seconds of the first episode, at the very beginning of the first episode of season four. Like they're not going to show you anything, but they're just going to show you the aftermath of the way 
season three yep. ended. Dude, next, and it's and I just I love it. I mean, I love it. Next spring, we should probably go ahead and book a Galactic Dad's field trip to the resort that they based Ozark off of. Isn't it in Atlanta though? No, it's at Lake of the Ozarks. Filmed, yeah, it's filmed in Atlanta, right? Was it the Blue Cat? It's based off of the Alhana, Lake of the Ozarks. But it's called the Blue Cat Show. Yeah, that's where Florida Man's Bachelor Party was. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That is awesome. All right. Well, that we will do it. That is something for another episode for sure. For this one, it is time for us to move on. Uh, We get to move on to our Patreon shoutouts, and they're coming up. Oh my. All right, so if you've been listening to this show for a while, I'm sure you've heard this before. Find us at patreon.com slash galactic dads. Check us out. See our different levels of membership. We start all the way at the $3 level, all the way up to 50 And based on your level of membership, you get swag from the get-go. The first level, we'll send you stickers. We'll send you love. Uh, when you get to that producer level, that's when you get your shout-outs on the show. And uh, that's where we get to have our fun today. Absolutely. Yes, sir. So we're going to start oh, out. Sorry about that. That's okay. Big <laughs> shout-outs. First one, always to the first one, the first Patreon producer, the original. The OG. The genuine article, Mr. Keith Jefferson, uh, self-described geek. We've seen him rock the Galactic Dad swag on his social media before. Uh, I know Brandon knows him personally and has spoken with him before. Um, you know, from everything I've heard, I've, Keith, I've never met you personally, but you seem like an awesome guy, and I look forward to meeting you in person someday. Come check us out at the con. Absolutely. Um, next one, and uh, Matt, I think you've met this guy, Special K. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep, Special K has actually helped us out at QuadCon a couple of times. Uh, he is Jedi John's, we'll call him the better half, because Jedi John's at Epcot <laughs> right now getting drunk, so we're going to have fun with him. Uh, yeah. Special K is also known as Obi Sean on the Force Dyad podcast. Uh, that's uh, run by Obi Sean, Special K, and Jedi John. Uh, check them out. They're definitely a good time. If you like Star Wars, you need to listen to them because they know a whole lot more about they Star Wars it. than all of us. They got it all there for, for Star sure, Wars. for sure. But uh, Special K, he's also a father. He's a great guy. I've uh, I've spent time with him in the past many times. Um, we've had really good conversations about anything and everything in the world. We've also drank beer and watched people play Warzone and made fun of them too. So that's always fun. We've watched a lot of people buy swords as well. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to talk have. about that. I don't want to <laughs> yeah, talk oh, about that. Because he's involved. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that brings us to our next Patreon producer. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, hang on. We, we got, got a special, special guest. guest. We got a special guest. Do you want to say hi? Say hi. Nope. Are, are you shy now? <laughs> Is she being Radio shy? silence. I have never known <laughs> this one to be shy. That's all right. She'll probably start talking while I'm halfway through this. Hey, that's quite all right. But listen, I do. I want to give that shout out to our uh, next producer level member, and that is TK31788 of the 501st. Hi. Uh, there she is. <laughs> she just wants to say hi to TK. Of course, TK is a massive supporter of the show, and uh, we love him very much. Absolutely. Uh, on Instagram, he will tell you that Brickin' ain't easy. 
uh, and that is his Lego-based Instagram page, which is cool. Uh, he's also a big fan of almost everything that we're fans of and more. I do want to give a big shout-out to TK, though, because he just, I do mean just, closed on his first house. I was about to say, didn't this hey, dude close on a house today? Cheers, my friend. Welcome Cheers. to the world of homeownership. It is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so we're very proud of TK as well. And as always, we really appreciate his support. Uh, and then that moves us on to uh, our latest producer level member, and that is, wow, what happened to that beer over there, buddy? <laughs> I'm sorry. That port is rough. Take a picture of that. Yeah, that's that's yeah, pretty That's bad. going up. Somebody get a picture of that. Anyway, so of course we want to give a big shout out to Azure Laser. <laughs> I even got your face uh, with that. A, yeah, I'll look at shame over there. But yeah, but no, our, uh, our latest one is Azure Laser, who is... Just built a super sweet Gundam model over the past weekend. Which one did he build? You know, I'm not that technical. I'm gonna have to find out because I got a him. bunch of those at home. That we was should ask previous him. life. Super awesome. Uh, he's a really cool dude. He he of course games and he streams and he's into all the super cool like geeky nerdy stuff that we love, uh, and we love his support. Well, yo, well. tell us what Gundam model you just put together. Yeah, show us a picture of it, dude. Those things are awesome. I've got it. I've got it. it's on the. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Well, that'll be his IG handle, but I don't mind. We'll, I got we'll you. We'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, hang on, let me write that note real quick. <laughs> IG in show notes. <laughs> Boom. Okay, cool. And then last but not least, that brings us to our I Love You 3000 member, and that is Joe President. Yeah, it's not. What? Yes, go ahead and write something. Uh, Joe President, of course, is the main host, among many, on the comic show. Oh, we can interrupt so you. All right. I love you too, honey. I love you very much. I also love Joe. I love him 3000. Uh, and that's the level of uh, contribution he's at. Uh, we appreciate him on the Comic Shop Couch podcast. Uh, he does a great job over there with the rest of the guys. Uh, he's a wonderful father, giant nerd and geek in his own right. Uh, and we appreciate his support. So him and all of the Patreon supporters have definitely earned this giant round of applause. Thank you guys so much. What? You got I a joke? said I got a joke. You got a dad joke? <laughs> kind of. All right. Let's hear it. Well, everybody's got to play along. Okay. Let's so see what we can do. Is it the water ball joke? No. No. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Okay. I need you all to do me a favor. Mm-hmm. All right. Reach down to the table. I'm going to uh, basically, I'm going to set up the scenario. It's like the first time you guys all had. Mm. Okay. Okay. I want you to reach down and you see on the table, you, you pick up a blonde. Okay. So pick up a blonde. I know this joke though. You know it? I do know this joke. Okay. Eric, follow along. Everybody follow along. Okay. Pick up the blonde. Now put it up next to your cheek. Kinsley, do not follow along. Okay. Okay. Does that feel like the first time you, you know. No? Made love? Made love? No? Daddy, no. no? Okay. So put no. the blonde down. Okay. All right. Doing a good job. Now pick up the brunette who's next to her. Pick up the brunette. Put her next to your cheek. Does that feel like it? No. No. Okay. Put the brunette down. Uh, pick up the redhead who's right next to her. Okay. Put her next to your cheek. That feel like it? No. No. Okay. Well, put her down. Put her down on the table, and now pick all three of them up together. Uh huh. And shake them up. 
Does that feel Does like? Does that feel? That feel more Maybe like a it. Little bit. That needs to be a, <laughs> that needs to be a video one. So so everybody playing along probably did the same thing. Since so. we're on the, since I know that joke. It was like a, that's an old like that's like a that's like a eighteen hundreds joke. Yeah. <laughs> since since we're all on the subject of dad jokes, I got one and then I'm done. So the next time we have a Galactic Dad's barbecue, the beef options are going to be available in portions of two, three, five, seven, and eleven ounces. They're going to be prime rib. <laughs> all right there you go there nice you go. your dad joke for the evening nice. ladies we'll take and gentlemen nice. i forget which button's the rim shot that's so. okay it's not the blue funny. is it <laughs> there you go boom <laughs> thank you now i will always know all right well that is going to do it for us guys here on the galactic dad's podcast that is the end of episode 74 so listen as we finish these beers and say cheers we thank all of you for listening Please remember to like, rate, review, and share the show, no matter what platform you're listening to us on. You can check us out on patreon.com slash galacticdads for bonus episodes, such as the exclusive unedited and uncensored uh, After Hours podcast that we put up. We just put episode number 27 up a couple days ago, and that is a good time. It's a banger. It's the one where we talk about Matt coming out of the mountains. Mm -hmm. It's pretty fun. There's a lot of conversations about moose. I lost my moose virginity. Moose. Not really. He, he saw the moosiah I've while seen he was the out. Moosiah. I've seen lots of moose, but this is the first time I've seen the moosiah. So. Yeah, that, it was <laughs> definitely something you want to check out. It's a good time. Um, but yeah, check us out on patreon.com slash galactic dads. You'll see that. You'll be able to get your hands on some merch and really other, a uh, lot of exciting stuff over there. Um, so yeah, till next episode, guys. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Thank you. Cheers. And, and remember... Keep on doing the dad thing.